0: We now have uh, Brian Kilmeade. Uh, good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh,
1: great. I'm, I'm doing great, Simon. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thanks for coming. It's always good to uh, to chat to you. I do want to talk about uh, your, your book... Obviously, uh, but uh, I do want to also uh, chat a little bit about the uh, the news of the day, uh, uh, Brian, as well. Uh, it seems that militarily, uh, things are heating up for the uh, U.S. Uh, in the Middle East now.
1: Yeah, and, and people say, well, let's avoid any escalating of conflict. Have we learned anything in the Middle East? When you avoid conflict, they looked at it as weakness. Because you've had 70 attacks and answered four times, it's up to 74 now. That's why they're escalating in intensity. You know, now they're taking shots at uh, civilian ships. Now we got to escort them in. Now we got to start killing the militia. But if we responded forcefully, in my view, early, we wouldn't have had these continued attacks. Now, shoot them down and uh, take them out in Iraq and Syria. While our ships are being shot at in the Eisenhower and being, you know, thankfully we're knocking down these drones, but it's all these Houthi rebels, and who funds the Houthi rebels? Who gives them their equipment? Iran. Who gives Hamas and Hezbollah most of their financing? Iran. You know, who's, uh, who's the militias attacking our guys in Iraq? Iran. How long are we going to avoid the major problem?
0: Right, and instead of giving them the bloody nose that we should have given them some considerable time ago, we just keep giving them money.
1: It's nuts. It's insane. And we're still giving the Palestinian Authority money. What are we doing that for? They are corrupt as the day is long. Only slighter oh, Then Hamas.
0: Hopefully, we'd... Trump cut oh, them off,
1: and we should. Yeah, Trump cut them off, and and we should cut them off again. And we're still allowing Iran to be selling their oil on the open market. The best we could, we should be throttling that back, making them pay the price.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Abbas is uh, in the 18th year of his four-year term. Uh, He is indeed just taking the money. uh, uh, The poor people of of uh, uh, the West Bank and Gaza are being kept poor by the Palestinian Authority and Hamas. Um, it's absolutely uh, mind-blowing that we keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. I completely agree with you, Brian. We absolutely need to uh, take on the main threat, which is Iran. And uh, uh, they're saber-rattling, but they really cannot deal with uh, what we can throw at them. Let's talk about your book. We're talking to uh, Brian Kilmead, your latest book, uh, Teddy and Booker T uh, that that was a fascinating relationship back in uh, the very early 1900s wasn't it
1: yeah I mean too unlikely uh, people could you never think in a million years to'd be friends and uh, power partners but they were and you're talking about a time in the segregated south with Jim Crow and you're talking about poll taxes and lynchings and other people's view on trying to go back to 1860 instead of Looking towards the next century, and instead of a uh, in the streets or activists or blocking roads, this guy Booker T. Washington went back there at 24 years old, started historically black college, went over the educational uh, fundamentals, everything from uh, everything from hygiene to presentation to learning a skill to traditional education, and started transforming, you know, the city of Alabama and the surrounding areas. You know, 1,500 kids at a time. So and when people saw how productive Tuskegee was, and uh, every president and all these powerful, aspiring politicians all wanted to be a part of it and find out what the key was, which you couple that with Booker T. Washington's great oratory skills um, and his ability, to his humble approach to things, and you had a partner, and with J.P. Morgan and, and with uh, Andrew Carnegie and with William McKinley, but most of all, Teddy Roosevelt.
0: Right. I mean, you are uh, really, I guess, uh, uh, people would call you a prolific writer. You've written a lot of books uh, uh, over the years, and uh, uh, you, like me, love history. I love your books, by the way. Uh, right, yeah. You love history. You love digging deep into uh, into history and how these things uh, occurred. Uh, what What drew you to this particular relationship? Because it is fascinating.
1: Well, I think I, you know, reading the book Up From Slavery, which was his autobiography, it was a bestseller, the number one bestseller for African-American authors up until Malcolm X, and to know that that was his story in real time, and that gave me a sense of, no, you know what, uh, there was no embellishment, there was no perception, it was his words and his reality. And then when I saw and Teddy Roosevelt, uh, wrote the forward to one of his books, and you see him speaking at the commencement address, you see that He served on Tuskegee's board. You see that Booker T. Washington came to dinner, caused controversy, sadly, just because he was black, eating with a a white family in the White House. Uh, Back then, that was controversial, but shows you how far we've come. And when you see these two crisscrossed and the respect they have for each other around the same age, I thought, let's tell that story in parallel. And then how they came together. So the next time you're at a tailgate, a family get together, and people start running down the country. You can go piece by piece, place by place, and, and talk about uh, people that moved us forward, who had no political connections. Uh, in fact, when you're born a slave and don't know your birthday or your parents, and you knew your mom but not who, you know, who your dad was, who or have a last name or have shoes until you're, nine, until you're 10 years old, you're up against it, and he ends up being that influential. I think people need to hear that story.
0: Brian Kilmeade's uh, latest book is called Teddy and Booker T, and uh, you can get it wherever you can get books. Brian, always fascinating talking to you. I really appreciate your time, sir. You have yourself a great rest of the day, okay?
1: Uh, Thanks so much, Simon. Go get him.